0: Where do you go with your stress? Do you take it out on your husband or wife, or do you take it to your spouse? Welcome to the Only You Forever Podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendal. This is episode number 16. We're going to be talking about one of the great benefits of marriage. That's how to use your relationship as leverage to reduce the stress in your
1: life. Indeed. So how do you see a person doing that?
0: Well, instead of like me taking it out on you, I can like talk to you about it. I can tell you about it and get it off my chest. Right. And then I'm not carrying it all by myself anymore. It's like two of us carrying the load.
1: Right. So I think one of the the fundamental things about how God made us is he wants us to be people in relationship. And that means taking our stress to each other Mm -hmm. instead of keeping it internal inside ourselves. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I noticed that, you know, even with the Lord Jesus Christ, one of the things that he did is come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. That sounds like stress. And I'm using this here by sort of application, not in its original salvific context. But he's saying, come unto me all that that are uh, labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And Mm -hmm. I think... You know, we're created as beings that can take our stresses to God and also to our spouse. And we can find some rest and relief from that.
0: Mm -hmm. One thing, I don't even know if this is what you want to talk about at all today, but one thing that I find if I'm totally stressed about something and I come and tell you about it and I'm ranting and raving, well, even about today, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm right here and I'm here for you, but you need to be a little bit quieter and then you can even point out where I'm, you know, flying off the handle on something that really doesn't matter. And you just put some perspective on it and I can realize that, you know, maybe that's not as big a deal as I thought, or this is a big deal and I need to handle it or whatever.
1: Right. So we can bring each other like context. Or, yeah. And, um, you know, so it's sort of inviting your, your spouse into that safe harbor. That you know, the safe space where they can vent, they can be yeah. themselves, they can express all their frustrations, but you're also kind of helping them defuse or or come back down to earth a little bit too. Yeah. In the same thing. So Gottman, researcher that we quote quite a bit, said that couples who buffered their relationships from external stresses were able to maintain their positive changes over time. What does that mean? So when they're growing as people and when they're growing in their marriage, mm-hmm. one of the functions that contributes to that and to that marriage growth is buffering your relationship from outside stresses. So putting things in into place where you can actually bring that that stress level down.
0: Oh, and, is that what buffering it means?
1: Yeah, it's just creating a safety zone
0: okay. from okay. stress,
1: right? So we get stressed from the world and we can get stressed from each other. We can get stressed from our circumstances. We can have internal stresses, like all sorts of stresses. Mm-hmm. But if we can find each other as a resource to help diffuse stress, that's actually gonna help us grow as a couple.
0: Mm-hmm. So how do we do that? as a couple.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the the simple things to that is just talking it out, which with, is easy for a woman. Yeah. Yeah, so as a guy, you know, I've noticed that I carry the capacity of, I've talked to other guys about this. In fact, I was texting a buddy last week, and there's just that temptation you want to carry it yourself. You want to protect me from it. I want to protect you from the stress. So I'm just going to I'm going to hold this all in my, inside myself. And as he said, instead, I just take it out on, on them. And he was talking about his wife and family in anger and harshness. Right. So he recognizes that he was he's doing stressed. the same. And yeah. And I've found myself doing the same thing. And so, you know, at that point, at least subconsciously that there's stress inside Caleb.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right. So you're, you're aware of that. So, you know, if the stress is in the room, let's talk about it. Right rather than just leaving it as anger and frustration because who better a person to talk to than the one person who should unconditionally love and accept me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when we're talking about stress in this, we're not talking about the stress of relationship issues. Like if, if our marriage is stressed, you know, that's kind of going, we go down a different road with that subject matter. But I'm just talking about like, if I have stress at work or in life somehow, you know, not our problem. Right. Yeah. Our problems.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So a lot of times like guys, especially in this What were you going to say there?
0: (laughs) You're just going to want to solve it for me.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. I want to solve it. That's why I want to talk about guys, but I'm the same. Like it is the first thing I want to come back with. Well, here's your solution. Like you got to do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And how does that make you feel?
0: I just wanted to talk. Like I just wanted you to listen. And you don't even know the whole situation yet. How do you know the answer?
1: Well, because I'm... Because you're male. Yeah, we're all about (laughs) solutions, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know if we want to talk about this online, but there was a situation that happened at work. Something inappropriate happened and I told you about it and I kind of got no response and inside you were like solution, 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 and you were like four steps down the road and I felt totally, I don't even know what the word is I'm trying to say, like, like you almost like you didn't care or you didn't hear me. Yeah. Because you'd gone into solutions mode and you already had it all figured out. And do you know what? You took care of it. And it,
1: I did have it figured out.
0: You did have it figured out.
1: But that's not what you needed.
0: No. Right then. I just needed my husband to like, I don't know what I need you to be, but be there and listen and understand. Well, that's
1: to like listen to what we to talked an,
0: about in our last podcast.
1: To listen to understand, right? Yeah. Now, I think gals, though, I think women go down a different road because yeah. when I got issues, you'll you'll jump right on board with them.
0: Hey, 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 we're not condemning me here.
1: Right? Well, we are. <laughs> This is an eye for an eye on this podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, keep going.
1: Well, I think generally gals will criticize or complain. So they'll get on, you know what, your your boss is a jerk and you'll get on board with it, right? It's the mama bear comes out. And you'll join with me. Yeah. Right. But that's not what I need either.
0: You need do I don't need you feeding
1: my fires. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you'll make my stress your problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the wife will often make husband stress her problem, Right. I at the end of the day, I need the same thing too, which I need you to listen to understand.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because remember, I got all the solutions. <laughs> right? Yeah. I will uh, agree. Next there. point. Yes. So you know, listening to understand, but I think another part of this too is that I forget, or sometimes I even forget to ask you for, is we probably both had stress in our day. So don't think you got the corner on it, right? And sometimes you like, it's like you, you kind of. I found myself hearing you out and then I'm like, boy, I don't even want to tell her about my day now. (laughs) It's, you know, double trouble. Yeah. But uh, there has to be a place in the relationship to exchange roles. Yeah. So we both get the opportunity to go through that process and talk to each other. Yeah. Now I was, I was, I was suggesting in here that, you know, it might be a good idea to check in. What does uh, that mean? In this conversation, just check in with the other, with your spouse and say, you know, when you're defusing, you're talking to your stress out and so on for me to check in and say, hey, do you feel understood? Mm hmm. But
0: I think that would be hard to do without it sounding pretty corny or clinical. Yeah.
1: So what's a better way?
0: Hmm. I don't really know. Okay. I'm sure I do it perfectly. What do I usually do?
1: Well, you know, maybe you don't even need to verbalize this all the time, but I think there is.
0: Or do I under like, am I understanding this right?
1: Yeah. Am I understanding you right? Or. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe if there is just that act of listening that we talked about last time where you're responding with some feelings and you're helping them to clue in, then you don't, obviously you don't even need to be as explicit with this question, but you want, I think you want to be sure at least intuitively that your spouse feels that you're listening, you're engaged and you've got them Mm -hmm. because feeling understood by another person feels really good and that just helps you calm right down.
0: Yeah. Going back to the guys thing about finding solutions. Yeah. Yeah you know what? Sometimes I've had to go, you know what? I just need you to listen.
1: Yeah. Asking for it outright.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like rather than blow up and get mad and yeah. whatever, like, do you know what? Can you just listen?
1: It is. Cause I, it was Freud you know, Freud had some pretty whacked out ideas with his psychoanalysis and mm-hmm. some funny stuff. Right. But the one thing Freud did bring to the world, which was really valuable was the idea of the talking cure. She just says, if I'm talking this out, it's going to cure, it's going to help. Okay. Just verbalizing. Yeah. And I think that you know, never mind all the listening skills and yada yada. Even just right. talk just it, out it out, and I will stay engaged and hear you out. Hmm. Yeah. So what what stops this from happening? We talked about one thing, which is I think guys have this responsibility, maybe more so than women, where they feel like they got to protect their family from the the stress. Mm-hmm. So they, I can't bring this home. I got to just deal with this myself. Mm-hmm. So it keeps me from sharing with you, right?
0: Yeah. Or as we talked about in the fears of intimacy. The fear of dependency. Right. Like, I, I can't depend on anybody. I have to face this alone. You need to stand alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we, we got to watch those uh, messages or scripts that we have that keep us from doing this. Mm-hmm. And we think they make it stronger or they preserve or keep, but they, you know, we're bringing our issues to each other, deepens our intimacy, not the opposite. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? The times that you haven't shared your stress, it's been like a... I'm not trying to blame you. I'm sure I've done the exact same thing, but it's been like a Feels like a wall, wall mm-hmm. and it's like pushing me back and I don't know what's wrong. So I'm trying to give you space and all you want is some comfort and
1: probably makes you feel some insecurity too. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's kind of like a cycle and yeah, but facing it and naming it and stepping yeah. towards
1: it. That's the hard stuff, but it's the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's throw some other ideas out there. So one, of Verlinda, that I was uh, I was listening to, uh, Sexy Marriage Radio, mm-hmm. which is a great Christian podcast centered on the whole subject of physical intimacy. But one of the uh, the hosts there, Shannon, um, I'm not going to try to guess her last name. She was talking about a situation that came into their lives where there was a great deal of stress. All of a sudden, and they were talking about sex for comfort, and just about how the sex that a married couple has can have so many different languages and expressions. And mm-hmm. one of those options, one of those possibilities that's perfectly valid is for it to be a comforting expression of love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So after a stressful day, just connecting in that way mm-hmm. that can help defuse stress in the marriage as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: What are some other di- ideas or things that have you've helped you or you've seen help other what married women are?
0: Well, pampering, yeah. Like I was at staying at someone's house and, you know, after a long wedding and everything else, all he wanted to do was go to sleep and she's wound up and her feet are killing her. And she's like, can you just give me a foot rub? Right. You know, and that just helped her wind down. She was able to sleep. Yeah. I mean, an obvious one for me is yeah. popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> when I'm stressed, feed me popcorn.
1: <laughs> what about for you? Um, I, for my personality type, you know, talk it out, mm-hmm. but then I need some downtime alone processing time. Yeah. To,
0: or you need to just go and have a nap. Sometimes and then work I have a an nap an and then, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That works as well. So we all have our different ways. And I think that's part of learning each other's, uh, you know, what makes us tick. Yep. Yeah. That's good. So we have some core values in behind her that, that I wanted to touch on, Verlinda, to share with our listeners. One okay. thing is that our marriage should be a safe harbor. So it's always a place that you can come home to. That's protected, is sheltered, is preserved. And no matter what happened out there on the ocean, the boat can come in. Yeah. And this is a place of reparation and and recovery and rest and welcome. And where you can be vulnerable about, you know, all the scary stuff of the stress out there in the storm, but come back and feel safe. Yeah. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree.
1: A part of that is a non-judgmental approach to each other. Yeah. So when you come in, I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you. But at the same time, I think you have to offer honest, supportive feedback. Because sometimes we do handle stuff wrong in life, right? And you've said to me or I've said to you, man, eh, you know, let's own what's kind of yours. But mm-hmm. here's the stress problem that's separate, right? Right. Yeah. And because it is the safe harbor, you can receive that without feeling attacked. Yeah. Or I, unsupported.
0: Yeah. The non-judgmental piece, I think, is really critical, especially for wives. Like, it's so easy to get into criticism mode. Yeah. And that's not what her husband needs. Like no. he needs that safe spot to be able to talk and vent and, and
1: still be loved. Yeah. And it just kind of grounds me again. Yeah. I know for us. And I think too, Verlin, it's a great opportunity to create a togetherness. Mm-hmm. So that's that's taking the problem that's out there, and we become a, a we looking at the problem. Yes. Or an us. Yes. And not a me in that. It's okay. There's two of us now. Right. Yeah. Which takes us uh, to a great little. Uh, passage of scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter four.
0: Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. <What> is... <laughs>
1: Ecclesiastes. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Ecclesiastes four, nine to 10. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow or his wife or vice versa. Spose. Yeah. But woe to him or her who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a real advantage of and privilege and benefit of being married, I think, that we can use.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: OK, let's go over to our question segment now. And now for our Q&A section.
0: Remember, if you'd like to ask us a question, you can email it to questions at
1: onlyyouforever.com or please leave us a voicemail at com slash questions.
0: So we have another anonymous question here it says, how do we ask our husband to do things without treating him or making him feel like a child?
1: Okay. So I tried to, to pull this apart a little bit in my mind and I hope I got it right. I okay. think he was going in one of two directions, maybe both. One is, I think it would be a she, she, asking sorry, her husband, she's feeling disrespected because he's ignoring her request. So she's actually asked this before and it's not happening. And now she feels like he's another one of the kids. She has to get after them or him and remind him. Okay. That could be one possibility. I'm not sure. Or she's saying, I think you should know that this is your job. Now, why do I have to remind you? Right. Because you know, you should know better. Then again, that's how I picture her possibly feeling like she might treat him as a child. Right. Okay. So if I missed it, just send in another question. We'll try it on another (laughs) podcast. But just rolling with that. Going to the first one. Where um, she could say, "I'm feeling disrespected because you're ignoring my request." So she's feeling like he's not responding, not complying, or right. That's just going into a black hole. The request, right? Yeah. So I would say that to you first, as the wife, you know, what's within your reach is changing yourself. And I'm going to ask you the question: Are you sure you're not using woman speak? <laughs> <laughs> like, does he know that you wanted to do this? And your initial reaction: He knows, right? But seriously, you know, is it a clear request? Or is it like, you know, Boy, it sure be nice to have someone take out our garbage weekly, wouldn't it? When you're joking about having a maid. Right. Know, to, it's got to be a clear, let's, let's just make sure it's a clear signal to him and then yeah. ask some dark, direct questions of him, but start them with I. So say something like, uh, and just put this in your own words, obviously, but I'm feeling ignored or I'm feeling disrespected when you just grunt and don't take action. So let, let's cut to the issue of what's happening. You're talking yeah. about behaviors. You're not criticizing his character. You could ask him, you know, the way I ask you, does that bug you or what's keeping you from taking out the garbage? Do you want help? Am I asking too much? So is asking questions. What do you think of that for I
0: think that's good because then it can be like, am I doing
1: something wrong here? Well, it's a little bit of the same thing to make this. We've had of going for understanding, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing. Now on the second option where she's thinking, you know, he should know to do this. uh, We do have a coaching exercise on this, which is is interesting so if you want to hear more about that we can talk about that but it's often just about our role expectations that we came to the marriage with from our family of origin now you and i had to go just around did on this, this. yes i did <laughs> on the repair of vehicles right yeah yeah so in my family you know whoever car it was they took it to the dealership on their errands and they got it looked at and dealt with and they made their arrangements right yeah so it was kind of mom's car and there's kind of dad's car now, in, your family, in our
0: family, dad was like dealt the with the mechanic. Mom might run it to the shop when the apartment uh, appointment was made. Yeah. But
1: he arranged dad everything picked took it up and right. talked
0: to the mechanic and found out what
1: was wrong and did right. all that. So we ended up having a discussion two months ago, 15 years into our marriage of having vehicles.
0: Because I was waiting for you to make an appointment to get the oil changed.
1: <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, why doesn't she just take the van in like it's there? She knows where to take it. So yep. that was, you know, what came out of it. No. Is your family better than mine or mine better than yours? That's not even the issue. It's just we brought those expectations in. We never actually figured out what our role expectations were. So we had a discussion about that. Yeah. And uh, I'll never make that mistake again.
0: Oh, shut up. (laughs) I don't even remember (laughs) what the conclusion was. Anyhow, this is not about us here.
1: No, but it's the same thing, right? In your family of origin, what were the expectations? Is he just doing something? He's not doing something that your dad always did,
0: right? And in my mind, I could be going like, good grief. You know, it's two months overdue. Yeah. I shouldn't need to ask him again.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Again, I'm going to go back to Verlinda to ask the questions. No, I feel like I'm disrespecting you by constantly nagging about this, but what's making it hard for you to take my van in to get it fixed?
0: Right. Or our conversation was more like, what did your family do? Because in my family, my dad always did it, but I've noticed that you don't do it.
1: Yeah. But I think before that, you and I, it was either you or me, like, why aren't you getting this dealt with? It, that's how it started, right? Like, Oh, why? that was in my
0: head. I didn't think I actually verbalized it.
1: I, I can't remember exactly, but. I probably did. Hopefully that's of some help. Um, yeah. So just think about your family of origin issues and then just think about whether, it, you know, the expectations even outside of the family of origin are clear as well. Yeah. Is that good?
0: Yeah. And do you know what? Even if it's not, like your husband's not doing anything wrong, if that's not the case, you don't, You can just ask for something in a respectful way Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't make him feel like a child.
1: No, there's, there's stuff in like, you know, the running of family life that I wasn't aware that I should be doing or knew how to do or whatever. And I'm, you know, just show me, ask me, educate me if you need to, and I'll do it. Yeah. Because we're in it together, right? Yeah. So sometimes a little bit of that is needed too. Yeah. All right. Hopefully that helps. That's all that we have for today's episode. Remember, you can get the full show notes at onlyyouforever.com slash 16. And remember, we're here to help build thriving, passionate marriages. So send us your marriage questions in to questions at onlyyouforever.com. Thank you for listening to the
0: onlyyouforever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at onlyyouforever.com slash love.